0: Hello, all. Welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 224, and today we'll be talking about familiar. I'm GC13.
1: And I'm Sophia. So, yeah, I mean, technically, this is the second episode of a big quotations Steven bomb. And of course, we got our legs from here to Homeworld in San Diego Comic Con. Was it San Diego? Uh,
0: I can't even remember. It premiered like five months before it aired on television, so hey, I, I'm gonna shake my pom-poms for that.
1: Yeah, God, half a year of hiatus, and that that episode wasn't even supposed to be shown to the general public. It was supposed to be like a teaser, but of course when you have five months, that's kind of cruel.
0: Well, they, they put it out on the app, so...
1: True, that's yeah, true. People
0: got to see it. Like any Anyone whose cable provider has On Demand had it. You want to hear about A Christmas Miracle, though. Despite airing on Christmas Eve, Familiar actually managed to get pretty good ratings as far as Cartoon Network's been going lately. Three quarters of a million viewers.
1: Yeah, that's really good. And it's funny because they both air on a Monday. And the way that kind of Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve work is they're they're a week away from each other. So we get a Christmas Eve episode and a New Year's Eve episode. Like Santa's coming.
0: Yep, and then Santa's out the door. Oh, man together alone is going to be an interesting episode for me because like the whole time when familiar is, is airing you know after after Steven starts talking about hey I'm going to have this huge party and I'm going to have this huge song number you know it's going to be like uh oh uh oh error error in progress so I do wonder though if this is Diamond Days and we had like opening day on Lakes From Here to Homeworld and then we had Spa Day today Or for familiar, what what do you think we're getting with together alone?
1: Either the party prep or like the party itself.
0: Party day, yeah. Well, this is this is definitely going to be. Well, oh, you haven't seen the the previews, so um, we we've seen indications of how the party prep goes.
1: Yeah, I need like obviously now that the the Diamond Days has started, I should probably catch up to the previews. I'm really trying to avoid spoilers. Or well, it's not even spoilers. Like, it's the the previews are showing me the stuff, but they're going like the movie trailer route, where they show you like almost everything you need to know in the little preview. Like, what it's a minute and a half. They're eleven minute episodes. Please give me some mystery. I don't know.
0: I will say this though, I, th- this was actually a kind of laugh out loud hilarious episode for for me. They they had some they had some really good stuff. I liked. Oh yeah. Yellow's line lines about white. You know. She's she never leaves her own head these days and she never lets anyone in.
1: Yeah, there was some really like choice jokes in here. But I liked how he packed his swimming trunks to go to an alien planet. That that what a level of forethought.
0: Well, I I mean, he's got to maintain some dignity if if he's got a if he's got to go for a swim and thank goodness he had that foresight.
1: Maybe Pearl packed for him. That's a good point. I considered that as well that maybe Pearl knew that there were spas, and that she packed for him. Like, she's obviously kind of his uh, primary caregiver of the Crystal gems. She is one of his things. <sighs> I, I I really want it to become obvious that she is his caregiver, so that the Diamonds are like, oh, you know, your Pearl's your secretary. And he's like, no, she's like my mom. Like, she's she's clearly taking care of me. And making sure I'm okay, and babysitting me. Like, I'm still very much a child, please.
0: Yeah, she she's like the mother I never had, you know, because I am my mother. <laughs> so so she's my mom, because I'm my mom. Clear as mud.
1: Yeah, like, it, it is... I really just want the diamonds to kind of... Well, obviously it's going to be a, a thing, but they're realizing, oh, that he is a, not a gem, because he developed like a organic creature that, you know, is born a baby and then grows on to be an adult. And obviously they have some concept of maturity because, you know, Pink was not allowed to have a colony in the beginning. You know, she was very much required to mature and grow up, big quotation marks. So I'm really looking forward to the diamonds kind of being like, hmm, this squishy little thing is just a human being that happens to host that gem. It's really not. Pink well all.
0: they they still haven't realized that when blue starts saying Steve the Steve yeah like, like usually that's done in dream sequences so I, I was waiting for Steven to wake up at that point <laughs> it's like nope it's just blue having fun with it
1: yeah like she clearly considers it to be his nickname not th- that it's he's a different thing that is called something different
0: Steven, dark Lord of all
1: yeah but like let's address the the elephant in the room, and that is this episode, very much introducing Black Mirror levels of the nature of sentience, and also big, big hints on the origin of gems and how they're created and all that.
0: You, know, you liked, you liked the uh, extraction chambers,
1: yeah, in in the statues that were in the the pebbles, like
0: and the comb.
1: I think I, <laughs> I think I mentioned it, God, like five months ago, like diamonds powers are inherently gem-related, and now we know it's because they probably create the gems from themselves. Like, Mm -mm. I'm pretty sure it's the diamond juice that's injected into the Earth that develops into a gem.
0: Yeah, that's the dominant theory right now.
1: Yeah, and the destabilizers being very much gem-related, they they destabilize a gem's physical form, and that's, like, the lightning power that Yellow Diamond had, which is obviously not lightning, because it seems to be able to destabilize any gem, even gems with lightning powers like Garnet. Hmm. Hmm. Big questions. And obviously, yeah. like, it was the sort of, it's the buildup. Like, obviously, they have what's stated, obviously, in the show, like, ooh, we're going to throw a big party and make the dictators change their minds. But also, Whoa. like, <laughs> right, that's not going to be very easy, Stephen. I'm sorry. It's also a big question of, like, origin of the species, you know, gem boogaloo where this big question is like are is everyone originated from white diamond like was she just born of a star which is what a lot of people are considering and then she with her juices made the diamonds and then the diamonds with their juices made the other gems
0: now you mentioning white diamond she's my big mystery this episode (laughs) because you know just back in legs from here to home world one episode ago or five months ago depending on how you count We learned that, you know, White Diamond was a seriously big deal. You know, not even like the other two Diamonds. Like, she is somehow very distinct from them. And then when we see her, she's huge. Not quite right in the head. And even before then, Yellow was terrified of her. But now, in this, it's like, oh yeah, she just used to be, like, just hang out with the bunch. Go to the balls, hang out in the bath. It's like, which is it, guys? You're gonna have to show me here.
1: I think she is definitely... A larger-than-life creature like quite literally but also I think this is my theory which is really what the show is pointing towards white isn't like the other diamonds because she created the other diamonds from herself the other diamonds don't make other diamonds themselves only white can do that they just make the other gems
0: yeah but the question is how is she different like how does she act like when she's like not even now like now she's just weird something happened But how was she back in Pink's day? I need some flashbacks. Stat.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it seems to be that both Yellow and Blue were created together, and then Pink was created later on. And it's clear that, yeah, Pink is definitely the younger gem. She was created after both Yellow and Blue had established their colonies. It's interesting if White doesn't create gems of her own, but she clearly has had her own colonies. How that Mm. works. Like, she's clearly... Big quotations, retired, which seems to have been a byproduct of Pink's faked chattering.
0: Yeah, something in Era 2 happened, or maybe right before, I don't know.
1: Well, we know exactly what happened, Pink faked her death.
0: Yeah, but-, but like, why? How specifically did that drive White over the edge? Or maybe it was, I mean, I doubt this is what they're going to go for, but no. no, this would actually fit thematically with Steven Universe. Uh, Maybe something about launching that vengeful attack on Earth, or maybe the way Pink reflected it, hurt White Diamond, and that's why she lurks in her ship all day now.
1: Yeah, I think it was probably several things that led to that. Maybe, you know, she was kind of losing interest in colonizing and letting Yellow and Blue take over, and she's like, as her last sort of push, she's going to create one more Diamond to, like, help them out. And, like, she was maybe, like, obviously I'm just pulling stuff out of my butt, but, you know, she was just like, ma'am, I'm kind of feeling, like, retiring and pulling back, and Yellow and Blue are like, no, we need your help and stuff, and she's like, no, I'll create another diamond to help you guys out, and she creates Pink, and as she sort of, like, pushes further and further away from being a colonialist, uh, an imperialist, that's the word, and then Pink, you know, get shattered and she's like that's kind of the last straw. She takes revenge on all the gems on Earth and she's just like, Well, time to isolate myself for the next mm. five thousand years.
0: I don't know. Like that scene when Steven meets her at the end of Legs from Here to Home World that's like maybe she's gone crazy from the isolation. I'm not sure if gems work like that though.
1: I mean, Lapis definitely does have quite a bit of residual trauma from being isolated for that yeah, long. Yeah, but
0: she still acts like an ordinary person, just a traumatized one. White is not all there.
1: I mean, that's maybe her way of coping. She, I mean, if I just sat in a giant statue of my own head T-posing for 5,000 years, I'd probably lose a bit of myself in that process.
0: You'd probably feel pretty dominant, though. Well, I guess she was acting pretty <laughs> dominant.
1: I mean, yeah, when you're literally hundreds of thousands of times the size of almost every other creature around you, I'd feel pretty dominant as well, but
0: <laughs> but I mean
1: what about what about the
0: pebbles though the, I liked them? They were cute,
1: they are cute, and they also raise a whole bunch of questions of Stephen can just create living things as Well, he he's pleases. done it
0: before
1: yeah though the the melon, the pumpkin.
0: Although this does give distressing implications for Lars, because we know Lion is completely loyal to Steven. We know these things seem very devoted to Steven. The watermelons are completely loyal to Steven. Was Lars brainwashed as well?
1: Lion is, okay, Lion is not completely loyal to Steven. Like, let's be real here. Like, Lion does kind of do his own thing most of the time. It's
0: not that he's, he's not perfectly obedient to Steven. He's loyal to him. That gives him a lot of discretion. To do what he thinks has to be done. But at the end of the day, he's on Steven's team.
1: Yeah, and, and that might just be, of course, a sense of loyalty due to Steven's mom being why he's alive. Like he probably died and Steven's mom was like, no, come back. And now he's immortal and pink. And it's that kind of sense of loyalty, like as loyal as you know a cat's gonna be. The melons were literally given life and sentience. Because of Steven,
0: Exactly. But the the melons come pre-programmed with impulse to fight, you know, and that's what Rose needed at the time when she was creating sentient plant life. But back when she was on Homeworld, she's making these cute little helper gemlings, again, giving them what she needs. Is Steven the reason Lars is so confident and competent now? I mean, I don't think that's what they're going for, but you could read that in the episode now.
1: Eh, I mean, Lion didn't stop being a lion. Like, he still likes to lounge around and jump in boxes, and like, he's still himself.
0: But he's also a wonderful guardian for Steven now, which is not something an ordinary Lion could do. He has everything he needs to keep an eye on Steven and kind of train him in how to be Rose Quartz.
1: When is Lion trained Steven?
0: He brought him to the. uh, Whatchamacallit? And for the most part, he serves as a faithful mount in battle whenever Connie or Stevani are around.
1: Mm -hmm. I think maybe he's more connected to Steven. Like, he can understand the kind of intent that Steven has or the needs that Steven has.
0: Yeah, like, as soon as Steven said, I'm not trained very well, it's like, off to the armory
1: we go. Yeah, like, he kind of gets it because I think he's just more emotionally connected to Steven. Like, I would say that Lars might. Well, first of all, a human being is like a little bit more complicated than a lion. I could see it maybe being a little bit more difficult to bend the will of a person because they kind of like are on the same level as you and will understand if you're trying to manipulate them, at least more than a Mm. cat will. But I could say that maybe Steven and Lars might have like a psychological connection now. Like if Steven's in big, big danger, like Lars might be able to sense it. Lion seems to definitely be smarter uh, than the average lion because of his connection to Steven, so. And yet not one
0: picnic basket stolen.
1: I don't know what you're referencing.
0: You said smarter than the average lion. Smarter than the average bear? Come on. Uh,
1: I did not watch that show as a kid. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Please. And then when I reference something, it's like we're just on completely different wavelengths. Like yep, you don't get that's... my references. You didn't get my full metal alchemist reference 5 months ago and I'm still stuck on that. Uh, where where yeah. in the world were we talking about Steven Universe before this got off track? Eh, we were talking a... about Lion, we're arguing about Lion. It's, yeah, it's... Eh,
0: it doesn't matter. <laughs> None of this matters.
1: Well, I think it does matter because the show is definitely throwing at us ideas that Steven's or Rose Quartz's powers wasn't life-giving. It was well, It was more that she was a diamond, and that all diamonds have, like, kind of life-giving powers. Well, yeah,
0: we witnessed Steven give life to that pebble.
1: Yeah, and that's, like, super creepy. Like, what happens if he sweats on, like, a couch or something? Because I noticed that his sweat in the sauna was pink. Yellow's was yellow, and his sweat was pink. That was very clear. Like, he was in a yellow room, so obviously it's not related to the lighting. Like, he had pink sweat, so... That's a very big question. Like he can just create life with his I hate this word, bodily fluids just whenever he wants. Like that's creepy. Like how's that how's that gonna work? Like it Hmm
0: There's a there's a so much I'm I'm so glad though we had this episode on holo. There's so much I don't understand and therefore want to learn more about. I mean we're we're kind of like where we were back in the first season, trying to trying to figure these things out just by looking at them. Like the blue statue people with the eyes who looked at Steven, or the, the yellow guys in the walls at Yellow's Extraction Chamber. Someone hypothesized that those are guards and that they can come out of the wall if necessary to protect their diamond. Although I, I'm not so sure about that, because both of those rooms had Topaz Honor Guards.
1: Yeah, and I'm... Hmm, so... The show is great at every question the answer brings up like a ton more questions. And I think that there's a distinction between the life that the gems create from nothing and things that were made from original gems. I think those statues weren't given, they have gems on them. So I don't think they were given like they just cried on a statue and now it can blink. Like I think it was a gem who was punished.
0: I I didn't see any gems on those. I did notice that everyone on Yellow's Wall had gems, though.
1: The statue had those gems on the forehead, those circular gems. Okay.
0: Okay, I was too busy staring at the eyes.
1: Yeah, so, and someone kind of brought back what Peridot said, oh god, ages ago. You're gonna harvest me? Yeah, you're gonna harvest me. So I'm thinking those weren't, you know, statues that the gems sweat or cried on. They were originally gems that... Were punished well they're
0: they're all uniform though and I, I am just intrigued by the possibility like what if these places because they're frequented by the diamonds while they're doing extraction just you know this just naturally happens that's an interesting possibility at least
1: yeah I mean like the, the diamonds in all of gem society seem to be along the lines of like if you don't fulfill your purpose you will be given a different one and one so that you're-, you're not gonna like so. Maybe it's
0: a shattered gem. Who knows? Although those can be turned into geo weapons, we found out.
1: Yeah, it seems like shattered gems didn't seem to have much of a purpose until they learned about the geo weapons thing.
0: You no, know, they tried the gem shards before. That didn't work out so great.
1: Yeah, they tried the gem shards to infect the clothing. That worked well, they, out. They didn't okay. use
0: clothing. They had they had purpose made suits of armor. That's
1: true. And yeah, obviously they have a distinction like the gems have their clothing that just comes with their physical form, and then they have, like, clothing that they make and that they wear.
0: Yeah, like Jasper's cape, as Isabelle and I discussed.
1: Yes, I love Jasper's cape. Cape. Cake? <laughs> I love Jasper's cape. Um, it's just, Delicious. like, really shows how extra she is.
0: <laughs> no, I I, I, I want to call attention to the how Isabelle and I were both wondering... About the pebbles. It's like, could are, are they the ones who create Stephen's pink diamond outfit? But I'm like, but why does this guy look like he's building something in the mall? Turns out the pebbles are creatures of many talents. They can yeah. be tailors and builders.
1: Yeah, they have like little shape-shifting abilities. Like one of them smashed their thumb and then the thumb turned into a hammer.
0: Yeah. Somebody pointed out on the subreddit that, oh, you know, they... They recognized Steven as Pink Diamond because he thanked them. That's so cute. And I had to be like, but that means that no one else ever thanks them. That's so sad. And they're like running away. Oh, somebody sees, you know, trying to desperately to create this illusion that they're not there, even though everyone would know that they're there.
1: Yeah. I mean, that was definitely something that the episode put out in the open. Like they, it wasn't until he was nice to them that they realized, yeah. oh, it is. Beautiful.
0: Wait, this is somebody different. you know. Mm-hmm. They're they're just supposed to be the invisible hired help, and then I'm I can't help but think of an episode of Batman the Animated Series where some rich kid asks Bruce with disdain, you know, after he like thanks a waiter or something. Oh, do you thank the garbage man too? And he's like, when I see him, yeah,
1: yeah, thank. Like, oh my god, the that's okay.
0: <laughs> Batman beats that dude up later. <laughs> that just that
1: reminds guy. me of the the feature they added in Fortnite where you could thank the bus driver. Um, <laughs>
0: nice. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you buy them a nice Starbucks gift card at Christmas time?
1: Right, that's great. They give them a little gift card, that kind of thing. I mean, in Southern California, like every house has thanking the firefighters right now. So, but yeah, thank your service workers, everybody. It's polite and it makes their day. I
0: mean, I I, I really I really liked this episode. Although, eh, yeah, the song at the end was also pretty good, actually.
1: Yeah, I love Zach Callison's singing voice. It was a lot lower. I think? Like, he's really hitting some low notes in there. Oh,
0: oh yeah, people were noticing that. Oh man, Steven sounds so mature in this song. Zach's really bringing it out.
1: Yeah, and and Steven mentioned that he does have growing left to do, so I don't- So, ugh. I want him to grow permanently at the end of the season. At the end of the show.
0: I want him to get a mane like reg. He's gonna have to have it straightened or shapeshifted or something.
1: I don't- Hmm. I mean, when he grew up in too many birthdays, he had the short hair, but that was yeah. five seasons ago, three, he can four years ago, five years ago. God knows. I mean, yeah, he can shape shift his hair, but that obviously takes energy. He also grows the hair out of his head. That's just he, his body <laughs> just does that.
0: I mean, maybe maybe he could become Bob Ross.
1: He already is a little bit Bob Ross. He has that little little afro.
0: I, I like how Pearl is the only one to respond to the pink diamond outfit. And it actually kind of makes sense because as far as Garnet, Amethyst, and Connie are concerned, like, you know, White slapped that on him the first first chance she got. So why why would they question that he's dressed up like a diamond now?
1: Uh, yeah, I I don't know what's worse, like, the diamonds forcing him to wear it or Steven deciding to wear it to seem more like a diamond. Like, they both feel kind of bad to me. I
0: mean, like, why, why would that be bad? I mean, it's just you gotta dress for success.
1: The whole point is that he's trying to prove he's his own person. He's a he's not Pink Diamond. And now he's just like, nah, let me make it harder for them. I mean,
0: I don't know. Steven's got to falter somewhere. You know, all all good heroes must struggle.
1: He can make an outfit that's based off of Pink's outfit, but like his own thing.
0: Can he have a cape? Because, you know, that yeah, might be a deal breaker a if it doesn't a have cape. a cape.
1: Good. <laughs> I mean... Steven should have a cape. Absolutely.
0: I mean, like, as long as he doesn't, you know, get it stuck or caught in any airplane engines, I don't think they have very many of those on Homeworld, so he should be fine.
1: Finally, I got your references. No
0: bank vaults.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of like how, because Steven, he does definitely like maybe more pastel pink colors, but it doesn't, the outfit just doesn't look good on him.
0: Oh, people, people, people have done some pretty good stuff. I'm, I'm seeing something with one of those high ornate collars, the cape back there. I, I don't know what the heck you'd do with the rest of it. Something regal and dignified. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure the pebbles could figure it out.
1: Yeah. People have been pointing out that Pink's outfit kind of looks like a court jester's, which is kind of what she's been, like what her personality shows to be. And I think Steven yeah. would make an excellent court jester, but just not in that outfit. I think he might have a different <laughs> one. He would love the hat. He would absolutely adore the hat and love that he could jingle everywhere. Um, he put the little <laughs> bells at the end of his shoes.
0: Speaking of wonderful jokes, you know, everyone, everyone's everyone been pointing this out because it's so good. You know, she would throw massive balls. She was a
1: juggler. That was no! so good. Well, That's my yes. favorite joke in that episode. It was gorgeous. Can Steven juggle? Now that's the question. Exactly. Is he going to not be able to juggle? And then the diamonds are going to be like, you are your own person. Is that going to be what does it? You're an imposter! No. Or
0: maybe when they throw the fifth chainsaw on, it's too much for him.
1: <laughs> it's like Pink mastered the chainsaws. How could you? No, that was hilarious. I absolutely love that joke. And I love Pearl saying, massive balls. That's, was... I don't know.
0: Well, I mean, he did walk right into White's room and ask her to, try to ask her to cure all life on Earth, or all gem life on Earth.
1: Well, she did, she did already make it bad. It's like, he's not asking for a whole lot. Like, she did make the life bad.
0: Well, as far as she was just trying to destroy everything. It's his mother's fault that everything got corrupted.
1: Hmm. I, I'm trying to recall back to those episodes. The Diamonds were surprised that corrupted gems existed. Yep. Like, they expected everyone to be dead. And the fact that they were just corrupted.
0: It was only when Pink blocked it that it turned into a corrupting wave.
1: I don't think she blocked it, blocked it. I think her shield just blocked yeah, it. Yeah, she
0: she used her shield. That's that's what she used to block On it.
1: On the whole planet? No, her shield It I mean, it, protecting... it, was
0: the, it was the combined powers of four diamonds.
1: Three.
0: White, blue, yellow, and pink.
1: Pink didn't try and corrupt the gem. She-
0: Yeah, but her power was involved in creating that wave.
1: What? Like, are you saying it reflected off her shield or something?
0: Yeah. Like- the 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 blast is coming down at her, aimed directly at her. Rose quartz. Mm-hmm. She's able to shield Garnet and Pearl from the from the blast, you know, with her shield. But then that blast hits the hits the shield, and instead of destroying all gems on Earth, does something else. Cause now we have four gems in play or four diamonds in play.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think if she had been part of the gem blast, the nuke, it would have destroyed everybody. But obviously, it wasn't quite enough.
0: I don't know. I I think her mercy just mercy's in her nature. I think it would have been something reversible. So maybe maybe it would always be a corrupting blast if the four diamonds combined their powers.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Hmm.
0: Because the corrupted monsters, you know, even even though they said the the crystal gem said that you know they don't suffer when they're in a bubble. I don't think they suffer just as corrupted gems. Like they're just centipedal is you know happy as a clam just sitting in the ship with her crew.
1: Well, Centipede also has friends.
0: But they're just they're just
1: chilling. Hmm.
0: I, I mean, I think the isolation would be the bad thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, they are still super aggressive. And, like, they still have to compete with Earth wildlife, which may not be very nice to them. Yeah.
0: Poor Roadrunner, Jen. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because Steven was definitely saying, like, an Earth animal kicked you out of your first safe hiding spot. Like, they're yeah. clearly trying to not get hurt i wonder if
0: roadrunner's gems fate will be addressed in the new new crystal gems
1: yeah when we get
0: when steven gets back to earth
1: yeah i mean it seems to be pointing towards the end of the show because we have the two big strings to tie up one is the corrupted gems and one is the diamonds not being imperialist dictators anymore so once we get those two things handled like i think that's it that's like the show like what else is there Lest Steven can grow up,
0: you know. Sadie, Sadie touring with Sadie in the band, you know. Greg, Greg still hasn't restarted his own career.
1: I mean, he might be the man, the manager to Sadie's band.
0: Yeah, but we—he never dropped the Waterwitch album.
1: It could be like his last thing. Maybe I'm talking about the big strings, yeah. Like Lars, kind of going back to Earth, being the middling string. But mm-hmm. diamonds not conquering anymore and corrupted gems being made healthy again. Like, it could be that the, all, you know, all the gems in the basement are healed and then there's kind of like a, another, like they leave it open where the diamonds are adventuring around Earth trying to find all the. Uh, oh, that gems. could be cool. <laughs> that would be, like the, uh.
0: <laughs> the diamonds going on a noble quest.
1: Yeah, we have like two Statue of Liberty sized and one. Even larger sized...
0: Yeah, the the only the only thing stopping that from being an awesome season is the fact that, like, let's be real. What's going to stand up against one diamond, let alone what's going to be a threat to all four of them? Well, Steven's still very little. He's still pretty tough.
1: Yes, he's tough, but he's still very little.
0: Mm, I don't know. I, I think if Bismuth were to make him another sword and you were to say, okay, Steven, go out and heal all Corrupted Gems on Earth, I think he could do it by himself. As as long as, you know, he physically had the power to uncorrupt a gem. You know, when, when you give him the other three diamonds as backup, I mean, that's just not fair.
1: Yeah. Like, are the diamonds gonna go with him around Earth to find, like, or is it just gonna be, hey, we got another one. Could you stop by and help him out?
0: I mean, obviously it would be something that doesn't take up much of their time, but I... I'm just daydreaming about how cool that would be, them questing across the planet.
1: They're huge. Like, what could they do? Jesus. They'd be like King Kong. Like, they'd have the helicopters flying around them, and they're swatting them out of the sky.
0: You, you know, accidentally.
1: <laughs> Sorry! Like they, they flick the helicopter out of the way, and you see like the pilot fly out with a parachute, and the helicopter explodes.
0: <laughs> oh, you're making me think of Symbionic Titan*, where they're having that big air combat thing, and you know Lance just you know pulls up alongside of one of the fighter planes, you know kind of t- taps on the glass, motions for the pilot to eject, pilot ejects, then Lance smashes the, <laughs> smashes the plane.
1: How kind. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, it's interesting how the show, like, they, how the show is going to end is kind of becoming clearer now, especially after this episode, like, Steven definitely has the intent to make the diamonds not evil anymore.
0: Oh yeah, he stated that loud and clear. Like, he's not just in it for Corrupted Gems, he's in it for all of the universe.
1: Yeah, I hope they make it more difficult than it's kind of seeming to be, because there's a lot of, like, I don't want them to just be like, okay, we're gonna stop being dictators and considering other gems to be inferior and all that like it, i want it to be a real process
0: i mean they they could make that a whole running process over a couple seasons the question would be what would ostensibly be happening like what would the day-to-day stuff be doing like in the first season they developed steven as a character while doing a monster of the week you know thing to you know launch each plot into action What what would they be doing to show Steven interacting with the diamonds and gradually making them kinder, gentler tyrants.
1: We have made this joke before, but them showing them going to like a diversity training that they do at workplaces, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've made this joke before. I would love to see the diamonds like just crouching in a. They would, couldn't even do that. They couldn't even do that. They'd stick their head through the window and taking notes on a tiny notepad. But I like how while they're trying to not be evil anymore, Steven like the show starts and ends with monster of the week you know the the crystal gems and Steven go extra hard to try and find the corrupted gems around earth
0: yeah that could be what the, that could be what they're doing that they they could have that season with the questing around earth trying to get the last corrupted gems but I, again they already have to be pretty good already if they're going to be on earth helping steven with that so i don't know
1: yeah it it could be Obviously, they're not going to have more monster stuff. Like, they're going to leave it open-ended saying, okay, this is what the gems are going to be doing. Like, they kind of, they don't show it, in a sense, but, like, you know that's what's going but on. But that
0: that still leaves you wondering, what's the what's the day-to-day, what what's the normal episode going to be like?
1: Well, yeah, that could be, like, their epilogue, like, Steven.
0: Oh, okay. Steven does this and gradually over time... Oh. That's really, that's really kind of a cheat. You have to show that kind of character development. Don't just tell us that it happens in epilogue. You know, over time, Stephen was able to make them see the error of their ways. Well, they don't, like, have have
1: text on the screen, but it could be like, oh, big climax happening, fades to black, and then epilogue starts, Stephen wakes up in bed, things all seem normal, he goes with the crystal gems, fights a monster, comes back, and then he hands the bubble to the diamonds and they all heal him on the beach. And then you see the Diamonds doing their diversity training at some poor community college.
0: Any any more any more familiar thoughts? We we're kinda kinda daydreaming about the future here.
1: I mean that's the whole point. Like that's what makes one of our episodes so re-listenable because you can go back and be like, haha, these suckers were so off the mark.
0: Hey, we, we get it right occasionally, and that makes those those are worth celebrating.
1: Mm-hmm. St- you know, GC sticking to his Rose Quartz was pink diamond up until the very end hmm And you'll have that as proof in audio format for years <laughs> to come.
0: Yes. Now that everyone's on the bandwagon, oh, it was so obvious the whole time.
1: Oh, no, the the show put quite a lot of effort into... Oh, yes, they did. They foreshadowed
0: that, that. No, they, they foreshadowed it very heavily.
1: Yeah, but they also tried to, like, throw us off quite a bit. They had Rose Quartz being very little. They had all the other diamonds being super big. They had the diamond in the wrong orientation,
0: that that one was confusing.
1: They had Never Ian Jones Courtney on the Twitter,
0: oh, <laughs> specifically,
1: yeah. you know, like they really yo, tried to make it. Her name is
0: Rose Court. It's like, yeah, I, I can't help but notice that you didn't deny that she was Pink Diamond. You just told, you just reiterated what her name was.
1: <laughs> it's like, yo, her name is Rose Court. That's so funny. <laughs> That's ah, great.
0: A non denial denial. I love it.
1: Yeah. So so they definitely both foreshadowed and tried to throw us off. So I. I like that. I like how they were- it wasn't like Garnet is a fusion. They never tried to throw us a curveball. Like, they were just like, no, yeah, she's a fusion.
0: (laughs) And yet there were people who were surprised. But again, there were a lot of people who never would have guessed that the gems could could not be on the center of your body, somehow.
1: Yeah, now we got them all over the place.
0: Yeah, because up until Garnet, Amethyst, Garnet, and Pearl all had their gems- on a vertical line of symmetry.
1: Yeah, although Garnet's outfit being asymmetrical could also be a yeah. little bit of a little hinty hint. Maybe.
0: I mean, I, I was firmly on that train because, you know, she lights up different colored gems on the door. And, you know, the gems have different cuts. So, obviously, different gems.
1: Someone showed me the Jailbreak episode to try and get me into Steven Universe. So, obviously, it was never something that I could doubt. Like, it was... I knew. i knew, Yeah, been new. like...
0: You're a fusion? <laughs> What's a fusion? Okay, I'll just I'll just go with it. <laughs> anyway, I've said I think I've said everything I want to say about Familiar. What about you?
1: Yeah, all my notes on this little note card have been covered.
0: Nice. Anyway, guys, join us next week where we'll be talking about Together Alone. Hope that party planning goes well. Until then, I'm GC13
1: and I'm Sophia. Leave us a review on iTunes.
0: Later, everybody our opening and closing music is by james roach for more steven universe fan related content please visit lunarseaspire.com thank you for listening